Hey, happy Tuesday, and welcome back to Season 3 of the Coaching Minds Podcast. We have Episode 13 today talking about motivation. This season is sponsored by ProX. ProX is the premier multi-sport training destination in the Midwest that hosts sports performance, sports rehab, and physical therapy, as well as sports-specific instruction programming for baseball, softball, football, golf, and more. ProX puts everything an athlete needs under one roof, just like the pros. Welcome to the Coaching Minds Podcast, helping you overcome obstacles so you can reach and achieve more. Here are your hosts, Ben and C. So what are we talking about today? It seems like such a big buzzword. What are we covering? I think specifically today, we're going to talk about generating motivation. Because it it can show up, right? If I just sit here, um, I can I can watch a commercial from Gatorade or somebody yeah. and be like, oh man, that, that inspired me. I am now motivated. Yeah, kind of feel motivated <laughs> temporarily. But it's just going to be there for a moment. And then the reality of it is after I maybe start to try to perform whatever it's motivated me to do, yeah. that's going to wear off and I'm going to be back to square one. Right. At some point. And so how, how can we generate a lasting motivation, but then also keep keep generating it along the way so that we can achieve great things because nothing it like we live in a microwave society where we want things now and we want things instantly. But to be honest, the the greatest achievements in life can't just be done overnight or can't be done in a quick little burst. It's going to take day after day after day after day, year after year after year. So this kind of fits in there with grit. Like we covered a few weeks ago where motivation is just not a one-time thing, right? It doesn't just start the engine and we go it is constantly a piece of our toolbox. Is that right? Yeah. And let's keep, and let's keep fueling it and let's keep building on it and let's keep adding to it. Don't, ju- don't just wait, hoping that you're going to feel inspired. All right, Ben. So what's step one? What do we need to do to generate real motivation? I feel like we, we go back to this all the time, <laughs> but I, I really think it starts with what are you passionate about? What's your purpose? What's your why? All, all of that kind of that deep seated. This is uh, this is at the root for why I am doing this. That's going to allow you to, as things start to get difficult and as you don't feel as inspired or it starts to feel more uncomfortable, having that that root, that firm foundation of this is why I am doing it, I think has to be first. And so hopefully by this point, if you've been following along with us, you've you've had some time to think about here's why I'm doing what whatever it is you're doing, whether you're talking about your sport, your career, relationships that you have as a parent, what whatever it is, why are you doing this and why are you going to pour your heart and soul into it? Because you're going to have hard times. Right? If it's anything of value that's going to be put into your life, hard times, hardships are going to show up. Otherwise, it's just a hobby, right? So yep. you have to have that motivation. What's your why? Yep, for sure. And then step two, it, it need, there needs to be some big goal that you're reaching towards, that you're striving towards. We won't go too far into it because we've talked about it before, but that part of your brain that's responsible for long-term change needs to not only see Here's this great big giant goal that is justifying all of the hard work, the extra effort, the discomfort, the growth, things like that, but not just the big goal. It's also got to be, and here's how I can achieve it. And so not only having that goal, but then mapping out, yes, this is what I want to be doing five years from now or one year from now or next season. 
and here's how I'm going to do it. So having that goal and having that map. So we talk about big goals. I think about in seven months, I'm preparing or I'll be running in a marathon. So that's like the big goal. I wake up thinking about that. uh, But I'm I'm running at like four miles a day right now. So obviously, I'm not going to reach that goal right now. So when you talk about mapping it out so that I can achieve it and seeing, okay, I need to be able to get to eight miles. I need to be able to get to... A uh, half marathon, and then getting to yeah. continuing to grow like that—is that the is yeah. those checkpoints for sure? And the you know I'm I'm reaching towards this, I'm striving towards this, so that hey, the first time I was able to run a sub whatever mile, awesome, I can check that off. Or when I'm able to finally get in that half marathon, I can feel that oh, I did it. And again, we're reigniting that part of your, that front of frontal polar cortex that's in the front of your brain that's responsible for long-term growth and we're saying i can do this we have a plan for this we've we've mapped out here's how i'm going to do it and i am now taking that next step or i'm reaching that next checkpoint and again just kind of continues to generate motivation along the way and just you know celebrating those small successes and saying i did it this is going great. We have a plan. I'm making progress. I can, I will, but then we're not done. We're going to keep going. And that, that then kind of motivates you to get to that next checkpoint. So we've gone through with our steps so far uh, uh, of what's your why, uh, the big goal, the checkpoints, and having the success, um, hopefully the success that continues to motivate you, or it could be a failure, right? I could try to reach that marathon. I didn't get the time I wanted. Now that's more motivation moving forward to, to work even harder. Yeah, that's a good way so to look not, at it. Not The checkpoints are always going to be positive. Sometimes it's good to fail to push yourself uh, to reach what you're getting after. Sometimes you win, sometimes you learn. (laughs) So then what do we have next? So after that, you know, incorporating competition into it somehow, a lot of times can be motivational, especially for, you know, there's the relationship piece that comes along with it. But whether you're talking about competing against other people or competing against yourself, for you, looking at the example of the marathon, you know, maybe that's I'm going to see how many days can I keep my streak going, or I'm going to run with so-and-so and and we're going to have a little bit of a friendly competition and we're going to hold each other accountable, but we're also kind of competing against each other. Just finding some way to incorporate that can be that extra little piece of motivation. Or maybe you're talking about the high school football season is going to be wrapping up here pretty soon for everybody. Some teams are already done. How can we make the grind of December, January, February, March, where we're, we're inside, we're not getting to, you know, play true football out on a football field in most areas of the country. So how can we bring competition into the weight room? How can we bring competition into the running and the speed and the agility? That's just another way to add a little bit of motivation to it. So with competition, it, it, eliminate some of that mundane, just the same stuff day in and day out, especially when you're in the off season, what happens with that competition? And it, it, it just becomes, it becomes more fun. And I, I like that you brought up the example of kind of the word mundane, the golf team goes out and they're on the practice range and everybody's just kind of, you know, go through their pre-shot routine, hit a ball. But now all of a sudden you start saying, all right, see that flag out there at 125 yards. We're going to have a competition to see who can get 
the closest to it. Well, now all of a sudden there's a little bit of added pressure. There's a little bit of a, we're going to raise the bar performance wise. Now I'm a little bit more motivated to make sure I'm dialed in, make sure that I'm doing every little detail the right way. Cause I want to win. I want to beat you. And that, that brings us to the fifth point. Make it fun. I mean, if it's just a dread day in and day out and no one is enjoying going to practice, I mean, coaches included, what are you do? Why are you doing it? Yeah, that fun is it just continues to add motivation, whether you're winning or you're or you're learning. Uh, that adds more and more motivation because you're having fun. You want to continue to do it. I, I like that you th- threw out the winning or learning. Yeah. Just a, a little preview for uh, one of the upcoming episodes Absolutely. where we talk about responses. I like that. And number six, relationships. Get someone else going through the journey with you, whether that's, you know, kind of like accountability partner where you're not really feeling it one day. And so you can rely on that person to come on, come and, you know, kind of pick you up um, or whether that's in a team setting and you're a coach listening and that's getting to know each one of your players and get really getting to know what makes them tick, what drives them, how can I motivate them better um, by, you know, maybe it's, this kid's super competitive. And so all we have to do is take this kind of mundane, as you called it, drill and turn it into a competition against somebody else. And now all of a sudden, you know, he's going through it like his hair's on fire. Um, whereas some kids, maybe you need to holler and scream and yell and get, you know, get things, not like scream at them, but just have a little more energy and get them going. What, what, makes your players tick and how can you motivate other people and how can you help how can you get other people on board that'll motivate you because you're gonna have bad days right and you're you're gonna need somebody to pick you up we were made um, for relationships and so this is just another piece where relationships play a huge role in our individual success and success of teams for sure yep and then the the last one uh, that i do think is important take a break somehow, some way, get away from it, be able to turn it off, put your phone down that at some point there has to be that I'm going to step away and I'm going to take a little bit of a break. And, you know, season two, when you talked with Nick Ferrer, they're trying to repeat their national championship. And he said, one of the most important parts was he was able to kind of take a break, step away for a minute, rest rejuvenate a little bit. And then when he came back, he was even more motivated. He was even more, you know, kind of ready to go. Or maybe that's you're in the middle of a season and it's all, it's all you're thinking about day in and day out. You know, this, this project that you have at work or getting your small business off the ground. And there's just never a second of the day that you can't put your phone down, close your computer, Go exercise, go spend time with your kids, go read your Bible, go listen to music, go do something, get away from it for just a little bit so that when you come back, you're a little bit fresher, you're a little bit more motivated. As Jake Gilbert said from a previous podcast, he's always told us, uh, you know, take a moment to resharpen your sword. If you keep swinging a sword, it just gets dull and dull and dull and you keep swinging it. Eventually you have to stop and sharpen it back up. And that's that, that motivation then to be even greater, like Nick was talking about in their championship run. All right, Ben. So those are our seven steps, uh, for motivation. What are, what's something we can write down in our notebook? We try to hit that each week or what's, you know, what do we do with, um, this podcast, what we've learned from this episode? I would say the, the first thing, identify the area where maybe you need a little bit of motivation. Maybe it's your 
personal health and nutrition. Maybe it's, you know, something to do athletically. Maybe it's something at work. Maybe it's a relationship. Find that area where you need a little bit more motivation. You're just not feeling motivated. And then let's make a plan and put it to work. Like we always say, but let, let's come up with a way. This is what I'm going to attack. And this is what I'm going to generate some motivation. I'm going to create some inspiration. I'm not going to just sit around and wait and then use some of these tools. Once you, you know, once you identify the area that needs a little bit more motivation, figure out maybe your why or set a big goal, come up with a, a map or some checkpoints along the way. What's a way that you can make it competitive? What's a way you could make it fun? What, what's a way that you could include other people and, and commit to it and write it down, say, here's what I'm going to do. Here's how I'm going to, here's the, the plan moving forward of how I'm going to generate motivation rather than just waiting around for it so that I can go and I can attack this and I can achieve great things. If you want some additional help with this topic, please connect with us at mentaltrainingplan.com or on social media at mentaltrplan. Until next time, don't settle for average. Make your plan and put it to work.